It's that little um little Uzi Vert meme was like, it's my third day out here. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Welcome to Entry-Level Adults. I'm Taz, host and resident entry-level adult, and this is the show where my guests and I query the terms and conditions of what it means to be grown up. And today I am joined by... Mweezy! It's Mweela in the building! Hey! (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Mweela! I've never heard you call yourself Mweezy. I thought I was the only one that called you Mweezy. No, I call myself Mweezy sometimes. <laughs> I, I have got it from never you. Heard, I've never heard you call yourself Mweezy. I know, I, know you, I know you got it from me. I've just never heard you say oh, okay. it. So this is a first in my whole life. <laughs> that is funny. Sometimes when I'm feeling like, you know, that Mweezy-ness comes out. Yeah. Do you just go and call yourself by your, <laughs> by your nickname? <laughs> Well, I was thinking about where I got that nickname from, and I think it was Jeff, definitely just like Lil Wayne. Oh, maybe, Lee. yeah, yeah, so yeah. Name. You guys used to do so much. Even my last name, you guys were the ones that were like, chill, ooh, fire! <laughs> <laughs> I know! <laughs> that was so funny. That was good. That was genius. That was genius. So my last name is Chalufia, for all those listening. <laughs> that confused. I was going on <laughs> Her last name is Chalufia, and my brother and I, it's, oh, it's spelled in a way that it looks like chill, uh, yeah. fire. So we'd be like, chill, uh, fire. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, and, that, and that would entertain us for hours on end. Hours. At Willie's expense. <laughs> but, yeah. No, I enjoyed it as well. It was good times, good times. It was, it was good times. And I guess referencing these good times, um, we go way back, as we mentioned last time, because we recorded this before, we go yeah. way, well, you go further back than I do because you're older than me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've known Taz for a long time, from before she was on this earth, <laughs> before mm-hmm. she knew life. <laughs> I knew she was coming. <laughs> but yeah, you've, you've just, you've just aged. The last time I spoke to you, you were 28. And now you are? 29. Ooh, how does it feel? How are you feeling? golden year. I don't know, at first I was just like, oh my gosh, you know, like that um, TikTok where they're like, oh Lord, I literally had that in real life. <laughs> I was just like, hold on, wait, this is the, this is the last year. <laughs> to get myself together. This is the last year. Um, but yeah, like I, I actually feel like after reflecting, I feel like it's, it's a nice age, nice like time to kind of just be in myself, to know myself a bit more. Um... I feel like I know myself a lot more. And is it, I don't know, I guess you haven't, you've only been there for how many days? Like three days? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let me not That's ask. That's different if you're going to ask. <laughs> Let me not ask exactly the same as me. <laughs> it's that little, um, little Uzi Vert meme was like, it's my third day out here. I don't know. I, I don't know. I just like, how's 29? No, it really is your, it really is your third day yeah, out here. Literally. Well, instead of referencing you only being here for three days, let's go all the way back to youth, let's say. So let's jump into our first segment, which is called Parental Guidance, which is where we're going to talk about mm-hmm. bad pieces of advice that you were given um, growing up or more recently, it can be whenever, from people who are looking out for you, people you looked up to. Um, maybe they didn't perceive these pieces of advice as bad. They thought they were good pieces of advice, but 
following this advice probably wasn't the best thing to do and hopefully or maybe you didn't do it um I definitely did <laughs> I definitely did okay advice. but you know there's so much there's so much because it's interesting you know like when I first ever like got this question mm. and I was just like there's a lot of good advice I think way more good advice that I've gotten from family or not even gotten I've been spoken but like learned from um like people around me and family and stuff um but it's definitely questionable advice oh no absolutely yeah I have to give a big disclaimer with this segment I'm not telling anyone to go and throw their family under the bus it's like please this is not this is not what that is <laughs> Definitely has been questionable stuff. Yeah, the questionable um, ones. I think one is I mentioned it before, but like just kind of not having a voice in the room with adults. So you know, being the child in an African household, mm-hmm. we kind of you probably know that you're supposed to be seen and not heard and do your own thing with your your age mates, but don't come into adult conversation, which to some extent, you know, obviously makes sense because adult conversation can be out of your understanding. But then also it's so good to interact with children in a level where they feel like they're having conversations with adults Mm. um, and they're not being spoken to or or, um, ordered. (laughs) Um, mm, I think mm, it's mm. so key to kind of have that just for a child's development to kind of have that like because you kind of create like a subconscious fear around authority because you're thinking mm. Mm, I shouldn't be speaking on this or I shouldn't be speaking about this. you know what mm. I mean so- it's interesting it's like there's a rule it's like they're creating a rule but it's like that is one rule that really can't be broken. It's not. It's like your parents saying oh you can't stay out past seven mm. technically I could and if I do I'll be in trouble. But, like, this isn't really a rule that you can break. Like, you can't just decide, I'm going to sit in on the grown-ups conversation and I'm going to stop. Because they will stop talking. Exactly. Exactly. So it's like, yeah. And they'll be looking at you like, what are you doing? (laughs) You don't know. Exactly. (laughs) It's true. It is a weird one. And I think it's a dynamic that maybe our generation should change in a future generations because you know what millennials are there's a huge we're big because 30s 40s people in their 40s are millennials yeah and I'm like thank god I made the bus because otherwise (laughs) no shade I think it's a nice balance though being on the cusp of a generation you get to see a lot of I think you get like a great a a broader perspective like I can understand what people Mm. older than me are doing but then I don't know, maybe everyone can do that. And I'm just like, oh, I'm, I'm 25, so I understand what old people and young people are doing. <laughs> it's like, no, that's literally everyone. <laughs> that's everyone. <laughs> it's true. It's yeah. perspective. Yeah. Like, that's how the human brain works. <laughs> I think that kind of, like, conversation. And I was, I remember um, just taking it back to, like, kind of young, when you're young, having conversation with adults. I remember um, um, reading Michelle Obama's book, coming and her relationship with her parents was just so solid and she based it out on 
the conversations they would have at dinner and they would talk about mm-hmm. everything, even sex. And I was just like, whoa, that is off limits. And we do not talk about the birds and the bees. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I think it's interesting how comfortable she felt in her house, having debates and um, a lot of things were happening. I can't remember exactly what was going on politically around at that time. But just even if I think about now, mm-hmm. like today... Um, is Zambian presidential elections. I wonder if mm-hmm. parents are having conversations with their kids around like elections and voting and politics. Yeah, just kind of like a, a bit of a more understanding. It doesn't have to be so vast where it's complicated for them, but just in a sense of maybe what would they like different in their school, you know? Um, mm, mm, mm. Yeah, so yeah. that you can kind of have them thinking I guess more it's open. like encouraging like somewhat like critical thinking critical conversations with children yeah definitely yeah I wonder I wonder too because I feel like I'm limited by being the youngest in my household but also not really having younger cousins whereas you have like lots of younger cousins and nieces and nephews um, so you, I don't know, I feel like you have a better understanding of what it's like. I'm like, I have no, beyond myself, <laughs> anyone that's like, a, like a month younger than me, I'm just like, wow, youth, like genuinely <laughs> just like, like, even like you should hear the way I was speaking to Kia last time. Like I had like all these questions cause I'm like, I really do not know what life is like yeah. for anyone younger than me. Even when I have friends with younger siblings, I'm like, wait, what? Yeah. Like your little sister's 22, but like, that's what like it doesn't so it just doesn't I know. especially yeah them before that age and then you haven't seen them for a long time exactly and then- <laughs> yeah like most of my friends like my friends have little sisters who are like 20 and I'm like what do you mean she's 20 she was like 12 yeah <laughs> and that was just like her so um do you know who we tell that we tell like aunties <laughs> oh my gosh I haven't I haven't seen you since you were three and I yeah. <laughs> I feel like um would be those like nice aunties though not the ones that are, like, judgmental. <laughs> Honestly, I feel like it's yeah. just, like, not treating children like they're, like, stupid. Yeah. And that actually Honestly. brings me to the point of, like, that conversation. Because you do feel like you have internal conversations about, like, why am I not being heard, you know? Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. So it's, 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 I think conversation is so key. That's definitely the main one. And then, okay, so that's yeah. our, that's our bad yeah. advice covered. Kids being told to be seen and not heard. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I, like I said before, I didn't mm, get that advice. No, actually, your mom was actually not like that at all. Actually, growing up, she would always want to know what's going on in our lives as well. Like she would kind of like encourage conversations, which was really good. As well. She's she's pretty cool. Um, yeah. and then family Definitely. fables. This is the part where you're going to tell me about the things. That- <laughs> Just think the things that you did in your family, in your house, um, <laughs> that you thought everyone did, and then obviously one day it hits you that no, this isn't normal. Okay, the one thing that I can think of is food. We spoke about food last time, and definitely I um, mm-hmm. didn't know that people didn't eat the same stuff I ate. Um, okay, there's certain things that, okay, like in Shima, which is like pounded jam, um, which white people would say is like mashed potato yeah which is not <laughs> no it's not it's... it's not anything like that but like that's when I realized like wow you mm. really don't know what this is when people say oh my gosh it's like mashed potato like I had no 
mm. idea of like what was going on here. Um, and like opera, mm-hmm. which I used to love as a child, mm-hmm. they'll be like, "Oh, it's so slimy." And I would, be like, I was, I would, always, I would be that person. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love it. about the texture of opera. I loved about the it. The thought of it sliding <laughs> down my throat, like even now, just like I can't finish my sentence. It's so nice. <laughs> I love it, and just like doing the whole like hands thing, like wheeling it up. <laughs> Wheeling it up, that's what you would do. Oh my gosh. Oh gosh, I loved it. And then I find this really interesting because we're talking about food. And um, I guess recently, in recent, like, I don't know, months, years, whatever, just in like discourse, people are talking about how back in the day kids would take their native food to school for lunch and they'd get like so much abuse for it. They'd get bullied, they get teased or whatever. And like now, everyone is like, I mean, it's great that people are embracing different cultures and different cuisines and stuff but it's just like a really interesting like full circle that's, moment mm. that's true I was gonna say do you feel like it's more of like a a fad or a trend not it's, even it's I think it's just thing. like people have like I don't want to say stop being racist because people are definitely still racist but like more open-minded I really more um, interested more taking the more of an interest you know once you taste seasoning you just can't go back oh yeah <laughs> that, that is true as well that one is true because <laughs> you're just like what have I been eating there's yeah. no benefit from excluding all these different cuisines like you're just missing out on great food you're just um but also these are kids true. and the people that are eating these foods now are adults so it's not the same true that is true that is it's true. not like a kid's like cussing your lunch and then like going home and being like mom can you make me up for soup yeah like, <laughs> it's true it's true (laughs) I'm like enjoying seeing how people are taking interest and you know having the same food as us having okra (laughs) yeah (laughs) enjoying it in it well well um I think about like generations as well like I thought our generation had this kind of split not split but this distance with our culture and kind of feeling kind of like proud of it and all of that especially in secondary school there was kind of a distance in being proud of where you're from whereas now I feel like there's way more of an emphasis on being proud of where you're from it's interesting because we're so young and impressionable and obviously I mean it's it's the simple thing of being the children of immigrants and that not being cool you know there being these um assumptions that come with being the child of an immigrant or being an immigrant or um yeah not being born in the place where you live the word Taz was looking for was xenophobia oh yeah definitely people say they're from jamaica when they were everybody was from... jamaican <laughs> and, and <laughs> jamaican <laughs> she, what, what you know? she was covering her clothes african clothes <laughs> they had scarf everything <laughs> um Oh gosh, I I forgot what segment one <laughs> was it. We're talking about about um the things that happened in your house that didn't happen elsewhere. This is a huge digression. We're talking about food, school. I think we went from food to school somehow. There we go. We went on a tangent. <laughs> so um, on that note, let's jump into segment two, which is called Adulting in Motion, which is where we're just going to talk about your adulthood experience thus far. Just like a general overview of like where you are, how it's going, um, if it's anything like what you thought it would be like, ETC. 
even today, I was like making a joke. As we were like coming on, I said to my um, friends and one of my friend groups, I was just like, oh, I'm going to be on my god sister's podcast about adulthood. And I feel like a baby girl, but an elderly baby girl. <laughs> like a Benjamin Button baby girl. <laughs> I, like, I still feel like a baby girl at heart. But then like, I remember as a child, all I wanted to do was be an adult. All I wanted to do was grow up. And I even remember, like, I would get on a chair and I would put, like, a line and and I would say, when I'm this tall, because to me, being an adult meant being tall. So, like, when I'm this tall, <laughs> I'll have, maybe mm. that's why, maybe I set myself up for failure. <laughs> <laughs> so, <I'll be> like, <laughs> when I'm this tall, I'll have my house, car, house and family and maybe job. I think it was four of them. <laughs> and then I realised... As I got to, like, my teens, I still did that, but mentally, like, when I'm this age, rather than when I'm... Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it changed from, like, height. And it's, like, it made me think, like, how long have I spent dreaming about adulthood? And it wasn't negative, like, outlooks, but it was just kind of, like, the dreams of, like, even, like, Mm. how many kids I would have. Which is really interesting, actually. Yeah, like, and the type of house I would live in. And even when we go on drives, I'll be like, oh, I would like that house, that one type of thing. And... All these kind of like um, internal dialogue that was going on in our minds of like how, like what life should look like was all based off of like lies. It was not lies, but <laughs> it was all based off of media. You know, like even like this idea that like you're going to be like 25 with a house and a car and a kid. Wait, yeah, you know, like marry. Like I don't, I don't know. And even at the age of whatever, I never knew a 25 year old that had like. A husband or a <laughs> wife and children and a home and a job. Where did that idea come from? I think I used to put so much pressure on what the future was. I wasn't really thinking about it. Obviously, I was young. wasn't really thinking about it. And even now, like, I think I still have those habits. But then I think you feel like it takes away from living in the moment. It has to be a balance, right? I think it's good to have a vision, have a, a hope. A young hope isn't bad, yeah. It's definitely a good element to have, but I don't mm. I don't want to have it to the point where it's like I'm so lost without it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like one thing changes, then like the whole world crumbles. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think mm. I can easily be like that. I just mm-hmm. think that's me as a person. Like I can easily hold on to something. And mm. then I'm like, this is it. This is it. This is mm. the thing. And no, never let go. <laughs> it's like I'm yeah. almost strangling that thing mm. so much that I end up not allowing myself to grow further than mm. just this one moment. So I think I've had to practice kind of like unlearning mm. a lot of thoughts regarding mm-hmm. like my future or even just how I see myself as an adult. As a teen, I used to have an image of like how I saw myself based on like people's opinions. Those opinions turned into my opinions. Yeah. And now I'm trying to unlearn those altogether. Mm. Were they negative opinions? Some positive a lot more negative because you know I think as humans we just dwell on negative things. Things negative. Yeah. But no, I think when you said some positive, I think that's interesting because even I found a lot of value in also like distancing myself from like the positive things that people would say about me as well. Yeah, it's a pressure because it's like you don't you're not going to be the, that thing all the time. Even just for healing purposes, even like when I think about the things that I would internalize, you know, letting go of like okay, yeah, I had those moments. They taught me a lot. And even just like having those thought processes also taught me a lot. And, and I think it's, it's interesting. It's, it's, a, it's an interesting thing when you come think about like being an adult and now. And I used to always think, like, okay, once you've got a mortgage, it's like, it's like you're 
showing the world that you're an adult or you're mm-hmm. you know what you're doing with your money or you know do you got know I mean it has all these like I guess ego driven elements and now I'm kind of just seeing it as like okay if I get a mortgage then I'm getting a mortgage <laughs> it's like okay it's not really for others it's mm-hmm. more for me and I think that's what I'm trying to do way more now because I am a bit of a show off. You're a leader. So when I don't have anything to show off, <laughs> I know. If I don't have anything to show off, then I'm like, what? Yeah. What? <laughs> What's going on? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, so I think it's just a natural way of like wanting to like live up to societal standards. And I feel like as I'm getting older, I start to realize that that's the key. You have to do things for yourself. Mm-hmm. You have to mm-hmm. do things. You have to kind of be the beat to your own drum. You can't, you can't let anyone else dictate what what it is that you're supposed to be doing in life, whether that is um, mm-hmm. something that may not be the norm, um, or maybe mm. you know it may be the norm. It may be the linear way of living. If it's making you happy and that's what you want to do, then go ahead, do that. You know. And I think you need to have tools. You have to have pillars around you that allow to inspire that. And I think those are things that we really need to focus on as adults because we do put so much pressure on just physical things, which, I, of course, those like are items. so important as well mm, because yeah. you do need a place to live and you do need money and you do need to pay your bills and you do need to... Okay, if I continue to do the list, I'm going to start giving myself anxiety. But also, like, survival stuff as well, like, as well as the nice stuff. But let's not forget that there's the level of adulthood is not just that. It's also knowing who you are within yourself and knowing what it is that your your purpose, not purpose per se, because, you know, purpose is quite a loaded word, but knowing what it is that you want for yourself out of earth and knowing that you can make that decision wherever you are, whatever you're doing and allowing yourself to kind of to be that, you know, don't allow whatever societal pressure or Instagram or whatever, all those things don't matter. It really doesn't. What matters is how you feel and what you're thinking and how you're feeling. How when you hold on to certain things or when you have certain structures in life, like family structures and dynamics, you, it creates this false pretense of yourself. And you never really understand who mm-hmm. yourself is because you're going under the lies of what other people around you are, what dynamics you're in or what job you have or how much money is in your bank or whatever, right? Because me, myself, I am somebody who says Mm -hmm. things sometimes and not every day I'm thinking about it, you know? Like, tomorrow I could be like, yeah, I said all that, but today I need to... (laughs) My mind is not there. My mind is here. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, no, that happens. Even today I was looking at, I was looking at, like, the plan or, like, my to-do list that I'd written for the week and I was ticking off boxes and I've got one, two, three, four. Okay, so I've got two things on tick, but I'm just like, what happened? Like, you woke up with, like, so much hope and, (laughs) like, it's six o'clock and this is just not happening. Yeah. I know. Yeah. And I'm just like, why haven't I done all these things? That happened to me yesterday and I was just like, I will stay up all night to finish Mm, what needs to be done. And so, like, it's literally, yeah, it, it, it's it's interesting, like, how, I don't know. I, just don't wanna... I mean, energy levels dwindle, motivation dwindles, like, mental health dwindles, yeah. fades, highs comes and goes, health comes and yeah. goes. So there are so many factors that, I guess, there are so many factors, like, okay, because I'm, I'm guessing, 
yeah there are so many factors that contribute to being able to like dance to the beat of your own yeah. mm-hmm. it's interesting because it's like how we make our choices in life is based on so much more than just making a choice. Yeah, it's like easy to, like we were saying, it's easy to say dance the beat of your own job, but what if the minute you start dancing and everyone's like, no, you can't dance. And <laughs> <laughs> dance anyway. Like, but like, seriously, like, if you've ever, if anybody, if you've ever had like someone tell you you're not good at something that you think you're so good at, like it's not, it's, that's not the vibe <laughs> at all. That was me thinking, I used to think I could think. Actually, my first dream, now that I think about it, was to be a singer. Wow. Yeah, I don't think... I hmm. remember... I don't think I showed it to anyone. No, so I don't have very vivid memories was... of you singing, so I can't really hear you singing in my head, beyond, like, just, like, oh fun singing. Oh, my gosh, along. I used to sing. I, used to, I even joined a choir. <laughs> joined two yeah. choirs. I was kicked out. <laughs> well, I didn't kick out of Okay. I left. I had a terrible solo. <laughs> Oh gosh, it was so bad, man. So that was a dream that I just had to let go because it was never, it was never going to happen. Even if I drummed that beat all the way, I would have been on X Factor being one of those people. I always wonder how those people get onto the show, but then I think it's who people like me that tell their friends they're great at everything they do. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't think I have any friends that are bad at anything, any of the things that they do. But I always wonder, yeah, like, if yeah. I had a friend that was so passionate about singing, but they couldn't sing very, like, I, I don't know. How, yeah, I, that's hard. How do you tell someone they can't? I don't know. That's me. So difficult. Yeah, no. I know. I think I would record them and be like, "Oh my god, like <laughs> let's listen. Let's let's both of us listen to it back." <laughs> that's what someone should have done to me. <laughs> Let us listen. To this. Oh, but um, yeah, but I guess that's, that's adulting in motion And we're kind of already talking about like things not going the way we expected So let's jump into part three, which is called Legends, Myths, and the Chamber of Plot Twists Where we're going to talk about just like the plot twists and the unexpected things that have happened so far That either like humoured us or humbled us, that we're grateful for That I feel like, I don't know, every... No, you don't have to be grateful for everything that's happened. But just like, yeah, things that we weren't expecting to happen that have happened and just like how we took them in our stride, if we did take them in our stride. Okay, so like last year, definitely with health, I've heard quite a lot of plot just when it comes to that. And like last year, it was like, um, wasn't it last year? I wanted to say last year, mm. the year before. Wow, the year before last. Wow, it's been a long time. Let me say that for long time. But yeah, like I basically had a cancer diagnosis and I went through chemotherapy, all of that stuff. And I think it, it was a big plot twist mm. in the sense of like, even though I've had health stuff in the past and all of that stuff, it was, it's one of those ones where it's like, it was unexpected. I don't think anyone ever expected to have a cancer mm. diagnosis, but it was also made me feel like, hmm, like, it makes you think about life and like what you've been doing <laughs> all this time. And cause I guess it kind of makes you think about like, I don't know if, if worse was to happen, even though I knew I wasn't going to die or anything, mm. cause it was a, it was a very curable, um, cancer that I had. Mm. Um, it was just like, I think it makes you think a lot about like, okay, what if life does end? Yeah, it just was, it, it was a huge process and it made me think a lot about like, just valuing more mm-hmm. moments that were that weren't about ego mm-hmm. per se, or weren't about 
showing off mm, or mm, weren't mm, about mm. Um, a standard or society. It really, it made things so much more smaller so quickly. And I think it's, and because it was during pandemic time as well, um, I feel like everyone was having that experience at the exact same time. But on a different level, of course. So I didn't feel lonely in that moment as well, because I felt like everyone was kind of having, even though I was, it was, I was like my own, but I felt like everyone was kind of like really focusing in on what's important to them. And I think like 2020 was definitely a difficult year for a lot, a lot of people for like all other reasons as well. And like what COVID kind of had as an impact on everything. To me, it was all about like, kind of like, okay, even though this is difficult, like chemo and all of that, it's not, I need to just focus on like, just getting through it and having fun moments, like living and having those small moments as well. Um, Mm -hmm. And just enjoying each moment that I have. Um, Mm -hmm. I definitely think that was something that I learned a lot. And I think afterwards as well, like after everything that I've been cleared and everything, I've definitely thought a lot more about like just being present and it's it's interesting because I had a moment of like going way back into like insecurity moment and like thinking I need to get back on track I need to get back to my Mm, life mm, (laughs) I need to think it would shift completely straight away but I think as I'm like getting back into like my just self I'm seeing how much strength lies in just letting go of Mm. it all and letting go of like this idea of what life should look like. Uncertainty doesn't have to be this unstable space of where you feel like things are falling apart. It can also be a space of new potential and new creativity, new possibilities that are, Mm. you know, around the corner for us. And I think that it's so important to take a hold of uncertainty almost. Not take a hold, take a hold. (laughs) Even my language is surrounded by control. (laughs) the other way around not allow uncertainty to take hold of you yeah yeah that's that is it exactly yeah exactly yeah let us slide into our fourth and final segment which is called terms and conditions apply picture this the adult experience can now be bought at a reasonable price at all good retailers it's a month before product launch and your job is to write the small print that no one dares to read but definitely ought to before trying it out what what are you going to tell the people? Intended for you to create your own story. Mm-hmm. Like you're the author. Of, of yeah, you're the, the author. Story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do with it as you will. Um, <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, <it's> great advice. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh um <laughs> do it as you will um caution i don't know like i don't want to give it too much of a downer oh so we can make this up for our own isn't it right of course this is all you okay so okay you can come back again you, are you giving people permission to reincarnate themselves or you're saying that you will be reincarnated after you die I'm giving them permission to. As to be reincarnated. They want. Yeah. I don't think people would, though. I would want to come back as a person if I was to come back. I don't know. I like, I really don't, I like it. Because it's this thing of, like, consciousness. I'm like, am I aware? In the same way that we don't have any recollection of, maybe we do, I don't know. Sometimes I'm like, I think yeah. I know. Um, Like, of, like, 
previously. I was going to say, if we have recollections of our previous life, mm. I might come back as someone who's close to me. So like my mom or something. That's really weird. Yes. That's so... I mean, to each is, come back as your mom. I oh, know, that is weird, actually. No, no. Come back as your mom. I didn't think about the process of having to have me as well. I didn't think about all of that stuff. Yeah, that's weird. No, I didn't think about that either. Um, I don't know. I was thinking of, like, the idea of, like, knowing myself. Yeah. And then being able to... Oh, to, like, guide, to, like, raise yourself. Guide, guide myself. <laughs> I'm so selfish. All right. I'm so selfish. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Um, I'd love that. I don't know. No, that's but, okay, for the FAQ, I would definitely. Okay, so what I would say is have caution mm-hmm. on um, just being respectful to yourself and others. Mm-hmm. Um, you have the ability to come back if you choose to mm-hmm. um, to fulfill anything you feel you haven't fulfilled in life within reason. Yeah, within reason. <laughs> You, yeah, you should come back. You can come back as somebody to fulfill a dream or a mission, or it has to be some type of something that will help others on life that you don't feel that you were able to accomplish during your time. You have you have the choice of having resources to come as a component with it. So I can come back the second time around with all the money in the world. So now I Not can all the money, <laughs> but resources mm. like. Um, the ability to make money fast, that type of resource. Mm. Sucks we have to or the ability. Mm. What do you mean? Go on, I was going to say, it sucks that we have to die first for this to happen. <laughs> <laughs> like, why couldn't I get that the first time around? <laughs> no, we will. We will. It's we true. shall. Amen. <laughs> okay, so that's some good advice. And then I was going to ask you. Seeing as you turned 29, can you give us 29 things? No, I'm kidding. Cool. I'll be <laughs> um, here forever. I'm so okay. decisive. In entering your final year of your 20s, what are you... I don't want you to have like these grand expectations of yourself. Is there anything that you would like to understand by this time next year? Yeah, there is. Or have experienced? I think this time next year, I would like to... No, I will... i Be... <laughs> I will be in a space where I am flourishing mentally, physically, and spiritually. Mm. I want to be in a space where I continue mm. to emanate joy, laughter, and life. <laughs> live, laugh, love. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> but yeah, like I'm, I'm emanating a space of joy. Live, laugh, love, but black. Yes, <laughs> literally, <laughs> it's different. Oh, but yeah, that's that is what I am aspiring, and this is what I know I will accomplish. Yeah. And I am ready. But big question I forgot to ask you: in the story of your life, in the Hollywood, maybe <laughs> Nollywood, maybe BET, maybe made for TV movie, we'll see how the production goes. No guarantee on like uh, budget. Um, indie movie, Tyler Perry movie. Again, who knows? Who is no, playing Tyler you? Perry. Definitely, Tyler Perry is not doing my movie. It will make it so depressing. <laughs> it will make it so depressing. People will be crying. And then, like, out of nowhere, just pops Medea. And we're like, I oh, know, innit? Yeah. <laughs> I miss it in my life. But, yeah. 
It depends, it depends. I do like Turbo, but I just, uh, sometimes some of his stuff can be very sad. Oh, no, definitely, definitely. <laughs> definitely. I'm very well-versed in my Tyler Perry films, for so absolutely. Okay, it's going to be somebody that doesn't exist. It's two, two people in one. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so it's going to be Issa Rae and Taraji P. And, yeah, Taraji P. So I'm going to have... You don't see that. I'm just like I just don't. No, I don't. <laughs> you can't do that. I want to put one person. All right. Okay. I'm gonna go with Issa. Issa Rae would be my now. Yeah. Oh, definitely, definitely. Yes. Yes. Issa. Mm-hmm. And and then what about when you are? This is annoying because like I feel like there's like a very small pool oh, of like cycle. I know black actresses. I mean, there's a large pool, but like there aren't many that we know that get served to us. Um, who would you get to play a younger self? She did that movie, Big. Is it Big? Oh, um, Marseille Martin. Marseille, yeah. Little. Little, yeah, that's it. I'm... <laughs> the opposite. <laughs> no, Big is the Tom Hanks one. Big is the original. I love that one. Oh, so one yeah, of my... okay, she did Little. <laughs> yeah, no, hers is like the black remake, which is sick. It's so good. Yeah, I, love so... It. I love it. I love it. It's so good. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know if I'm just saying her because I've just seen her recently, like mm. pictures of her. I'll, okay, I'm yeah. gonna go with her. I'm gonna go with her. Yeah. No, she's cool. But yeah, I think those are. That's that's us. Okay. Thank you so much. We still took about three hours. <laughs> no, I know, I know. Oh my gosh, we actually did. <laughs> I'm gonna be short on this time three hours later. But no. Um, I know. Thank you so much for joining me and for sharing your jokes and your wisdom. Oh, thank you for having me. Anytime, anytime. Um, do you want to be found or like, do you have any socials that you can share where people can put a name to the face? Because I find that really a face to the name. I find that really useful when I listen to podcasts, actually, like, especially interviews. I've all. To go and see. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I think I listen to like, one in particular where they have like meals of different celebrities and I'm like I don't know who this is I need to google them now so I can make it make sense so I have a YouTube channel oh yeah of course you do yeah um so if you just type in Mwila Mwila Chulufia it should come up so that is Um, M-W-I-L-A-C-H-I-L-U-F-Y-A and um on Instagram it's Mwila.Steph and that's the same as everywhere else, Mwila Steph. And it should be that soon on YouTube as well, but I need to sort out how to change it. Yeah, I will write that in the show notes so people can find you with ease. And what do you make videos about, sorry, on a YouTube channel? Oh, I do book reviews on my YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. So hopefully, we don't know, um, I might be getting cars on well, who knows? <laughs> Me on a YouTube channel? Yes! This is the first time she's hearing this. Okay. I didn't know about this. Then I was going to say, this is news. <laughs> you this know, because we've been talking, I've been with the new earth, and um, I know you've looked on it, so it definitely would make sense. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'll dive back into that book in preparation. Well, Mwila.Steph, thanks for, thanks for chatting it up with me. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Of course, I've enjoyed of course. it, as always. As always. It's always a pleasure being around you even virtually 
<laughs> virtually mm-hmm. it's, been a, it's been a long journey but thank you the artwork for the show was produced by Huak Ma and the music was produced by Kid Equip if you enjoyed this episode leave a rating or a review or share it with a friend and I'll catch you in the next one <laughs>